and welcome to another episode of Raju Bunga Podcast. As always, it's one of your co-hosts, Noor. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's the crossover special. Some of you know I do another podcast called The Reality Is with my friend Arthi. We talk about reality TV shows every week. And on that podcast, we recap the fabulous lives of Hollywood wives. If you've watched that show, you know that the finale is a party at Gauri Khan and Char Khan's house. It's actually not even their house. I don't know where it is. It's very funny. So Raheel and Fahad got to hop on my other podcast to talk about that finale episode. It was a great time. And so we wanted to share that with you here. If you're interested in listening to the other podcasts, it's at the reality is pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us at the reality is pod on anchor FM. And if you just type in the reality is everywhere podcasts are heard, you can find us as always Raju Bunga podcast can be found at Raju podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we liked it. We had a ton of fun recording it. We talked about Charhan. We talked about the show itself. We talked about Bollywood in general, and it was a great time. Enjoy. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to the reality. Today we're recapping the last episode of Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives, on which we had a big fancy bash. It was Gori Khan's bash, and Gori Khan is married to the actor that we saw at the end, Shah Rukh Khan, and Shah Rukh Khan is the biggest star in Bollywood. And me and my cousin and my brother do a podcast called Raju Bunga Podcast, where we recap Shah Rukh Khan's filmography. And so on today's episode, we have my co-host for my other podcast on to talk about this episode of Bollywood Wives. You guys have never seen anything else on the show. I saw the first episode when it dropped on Netflix. And I saw a lip ball, but after that, I was out. Sorry, this is the only episode that I watched. I have questions. <laughs> oh, you've got questions. Wonderful. We might have answers or we might have more questions. Yeah, we. this is our own bash that we are doing yeah. here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I know, Arthi, you have a lot of questions about the other podcast. You have a bunch of questions from yeah, my co-host. So my co-hosts are Raheel. Raheel, say hi. Raheel? I went on mute. Hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and and Fahad. Yes, hello. First of all, you guys have been diving deep into Bollywood for many years now. So I wanted to just start off with a few questions and just to get a sense of where we all stand, what we like and what we don't like. So I wanted to, uh, so what's your favorite all-time Bollywood movie? And I'm talking go all the way back if you want to, but what's your favorite all-time? My all-time favorite Bollywood movie is Andaz Apna Apna. And uh, I think my second favorite is DDLJ. What about you, Fahad? I think my favorite all-time Bollywood movie is Hera Peri. Oh, that's a good one. Bollywood does comedy better than anything else. Uh, And (laughs) I don't know what my second one is. It might be Andaz Apna Apna. (laughs) Yeah, I think my favorite Bollywood movie of all time is also Andaz Apna Apna. And rom-coms, I got to give it to DDLJ as well. Just just like my brother. So I'm going to age myself and say another AAA, Amar Akbar Anthony. Oh, yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That was my favorite because that was, that had so many layers and layers of, where India stood at that time, we were all very pro-secularism. So it was all about Hindu, Muslim, and Christians coming together. And it's one of the most hilarious movies I've ever watched. And then, what's that movie with, um, oh, now I'm forgetting about it it's one of those where they find a dead body and it <laughs> and they have to hide it there's a couple of guys who are what is that movie weekend at bernie's <laughs> it's something like that it's actually some very similar to that and i'm going to find that out and i'll let you know at the end of the podcast but that's a hilarious one if you want to watch a very funny one but if you had to um introduce americans to a bollywood movie Oof. What, which one would you introduce? Because our listeners are not really Bollywood watchers, really. So if we had to tell them, if you're going to start watching Bollywood and following your other podcasts and listening to your recaps, which one would you start with? I think if you'd want to kind of like ramp it up so that they kind of mm-hmm. get introduced nice and easy and then mm-hmm. eventually build up to like more Bollywoody Bollywood stuff, I'd probably start mm-hmm. off with Dil Chata because that one, it, it feels like more of a regular or a 
more of an American movie, just in terms of like the pacing and the story and like the singing and dancing isn't as overt as it is in the Bollywood movies that we grew up with. Yeah. So I think that would be a good place to start. It was funny that all of us had Andazapnapna so high on our list because that's not really a traditional Bollywood movie when you think about Bollywood. And I think of more of like DDLJs or romantic comedies and stuff like that. And Andazapnapna isn't like that. It's funny to us because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of humor in just like the language of it. I don't know how well that would translate yeah. to a non-Hindi speaking viewer. Yeah. yeah, I don't think comedy is going to translate well uh, if you don't know Hindi because that's right. that's where all the the funnies are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What well, what would you recommend, Fahad? I would probably go with Lagan. I think mm, it's got a, that's a good one. A good yeah. story. It still has great songs and dance numbers and really high production value. I think that's probably the most accessible for somebody that's not Daisy to get into yeah. Bollywood. I have introduced my friends to Bollywood in high school. Yeah. It was a very melodramatic choice, but I introduced them to Bollywood through Devdas. Just because I think Devdas captures all of the melodrama that Bollywood sells. Devdas was so beautifully made. It was so over the top. It was everybody's gorgeous in it. And there's like a very tragic storyline. There's a lot of melodrama. So I I have shown my friends to Devdas and they loved it. They just thought it was like yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So the other question I had was of all the Shark Khan movies, mm. which ones uh, DDLJ I guess is your is your favorite? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mine is Yes Boss. Yes. Which boss. I feel like it's just a thing Fahad says, but it's not really. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you just say it. I don't think that you. It's really my love favorite. It. Is it the best? I don't know, but it's my favorite. Mm. When's the last you time you watched DDLJ? It? Because you're you've been conditioned. DDLJ. Let's have an honest conversation about it. Probably not as good as you guys remember it. I don't no, think it's true. better. It's yeah. better than I remember. And how dare you, yeah. sir? Yeah. How dare you? You attacked me first. I'm a guest on your podcast. There's, there's a lot of, as they would say in the uh, in the Bollywood Housewives, this is a lot of assault going. Yeah, on. yeah. yeah. Stop, stop, abusing, stop abusing. Stop abusing each other. Each other. <laughs> So DDLJ for people who are listening who are literally like, what the fuck movie is DDLJ? It's Dilwale Dulhaniya Le Jayenge. And it's actually the movie that made this guy who shows up at the end of this episode of Bollywood Wives, Shah Khan. It's the movie that really like set him on the map map as like the rom-com king of Bollywood. Like people watched that movie and it was actually the longest playing movie in any movie theater in India. I think it just recently stopped playing in theaters like five years ago. I think it's still playing in some theater or some or yeah, you you can know, still somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in, yeah. in the world. I think they, they're still keeping it on in some theaters. Wait, Arthi, did you watch it in the theater? No. <laughs> Wow, I was very defensive. Absolutely not. No. Ended the question. I'm sorry. So no, no, no. I'm not offended. I'm just saying no because I was here by then, so I didn't go to. I didn't have theater then. Yeah, but I personally don't like Shark Khan as much, so I haven't watched as many of his movies. I think Dilse was one I enjoyed, but I watch Shark Khan movies for the music because he gets the top bill billing for the best lyrics and the best mu- music, right? So now I watch it for the music and not so much for his questionable acting. Mm, very questionable that acting. Yep. <laughs> we can tell you from watching uh we're now yeah. on 40 45 movies of his how many movies has he made totally including cameos uh countless when he stops making movies your uh, your podcast stops oh, is that, is that hopefully. That yeah god i hope so <laughs> not only does the podcast stop we also stop talking to each other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I delete all their contact information you stop communicating that's the end of the family <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Dar was a good one that I enjoyed. That was a good one. But he did um, overact in that one too. He he overacts a lot. He's yeah. not really subtle. Yeah, he's playing to the to the people in the back seat, like as if they can't see. He thinks he's in theater, and he needs to have his voice and his features and his acting get translated all the way back to the back seat. Mm. Yeah, it's extremely theatrical. So Fahad yeah. actually brought up a great point a couple of episodes ago on our podcast, which is 
when we started talking about Jarhan, we called him like the Tom Cruise of Bollywood. I think that yeah. maybe in India, he is considered the Tom Cruise of Bollywood. But for people in America, he's like the Will Smith of Bollywood. You love him because of the nostalgia. You know that he's capable of doing something great. He has had yeah. some movies where he showed some range. But lately, yeah. he's like a corny dad. He's like a yes. corny dad. And you're going to watch his content because he's like your corny dad friend that you love. Like that's the way yeah. we see him. True. That's a, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, of him. By the way, the movie that I talked about was Gianni Bidoyaro. Oh, we've never heard of that. Oh, you guys haven't watched it? Oh, you have to watch it. it. It's from 1983. Well, that might be why. <laughs> yes. You will see. It's it's like Weekend at Bernie's. You have to watch it. This is like Andaz Apna for my generation. We laughed our asses off. Oh, it's oh. Nasir Din Shah. That's yes. that's a, always Oh, so is Satisha in this one too? Yep. Oh my god, we love Satisha. You have to watch Johnny Bidoyero. That oh, comes man. on. Oh, Satisha yes. is the dead man. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. He dies very early in the movie, and then he spends the rest of the rest of the movie sitting up in a coffin. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Love that. So, okay, so we want to dive into the episode. All right, so yeah. let's get into the show. So this is fine, finale, the finale episode of Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives. A majority of the episode is basically spent planning for the party and then being at the party. And the party is the big bash at Gori Khan's house. But yeah. prior to that, there's like a quick little scene of Ananya Pandey won Best Debut and Chunky Pandey is feeling a lot of emotions because he never got to win a film. I felt for Chunky there. He looks so proud. Yeah. He did. It was very endearing. He is actually very endearing. He's like probably the best part of the show. If they wanted to bring the show back, it would. I would need like far more Chunky content. Yeah, yeah. it was a pleasure seeing uh, my old friend Chunky. <laughs> I <just laughs> peanut butter. And, yeah, and also, by the way, he was robbed for not winning Fritte's up. That was a great performance. Exactly. That's so true. That's so true. That's because he wasn't from one of those families, by the way. Yeah. He was he came, he was an outsider coming in. That oftentimes takes precedence there. Yeah. Well, now his daughter is getting to reap the benefits of not being an outsider and just right. win despite being a lifeless uh, drone who I don't understand yeah. would win any movies because <laughs> she's really not that talented. Like he said, yeah. he thinks he's bad luck. And that's why he didn't, you know, attend the actual award ceremony because he thought he was going to give his daughter his bad luck which i was like that's cute considering you're probably the only reason your daughter did win yeah because she, <laughs> she's very annoying in every way it made me sad when he said that he thought he was bad luck yeah very, yeah. yeah yeah i felt uh, oh, you, i know you guys oh chunk <laughs> <laughs> he got the guys emotional now <laughs> hey aren't they are they growing up in india did you know anybody with the nickname chunk or chunky no there were a lot of dollies and pinkies yeah but no chunky <laughs> what do you think chunky you have a question for his name is like Sujesh or something, or, so, or like, yeah, it is like Siddharth or Siddesh or something like that. He's like his actual name is a very proper name, it's pretty Yash. long too. I don't know how it came about. The, his wife, who's on the show, is pretty annoying, but I would have loved for more chunky on the show. Yeah, I think I like Bhavna the most. You like Bhavna the most? I think so. But I thought I, she was very forgettable to me. I don't even know why mm -hmm. she was on the show. Just, I mean, yep. just from this one episode, I was just like, okay, I guess she's also there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. That's all it is. Yeah. And, it, and then who did you like of the four wives? So coming in, I was the most excited for Neelam because I know mm -hmm. Neelam. Mm -hmm. But uh, Neelam's kind of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure we're we're going to go Thank through you. it. But she is yeah. such a loser. I saw it. She still looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I couldn't understand her accent, but and we'll go over why she's a loser. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> right off the bat, I, I felt like the is her name Mahip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see why people would enjoy watching her. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. she seemed she... interesting and funny, but she also mm -hmm. seemed kind of exhausting. Like I don't know if I'd watch her for an for an entire season. Mm -hmm. She's probably the most interesting of the Bollywood wives, but also. Yeah, I'm not, I don't like her, but I would watch her. <laughs> yeah. No, Raheel actually spent some time watching reality TV shows. He, we used to watch, uh, was it Jersey together? Jersey and New York initially we watched together. 
And Vanderpump yeah. Rules, you watched a little bit too. Yeah, a little bit. So he's familiar with what makes a good reality TV mm-hmm. cast. What member. formula works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and everything Seema is interesting too. You guys didn't see a couple of her uh, previous episodes. There were like, there's some story there that they could go digging in, but they don't show that as much here. It's oh, all so sorry. Which one is Seema? She's yeah. married to Sahel Khan. Oh, so she's married to Sahel Khan. I felt mm-hmm. like they maybe they were they were divorced or something. So they have an estranged marriage. They don't live together. Apparently, they live across the street from each other. She has her own place. They're separated, and she just says. We have a unique marriage and it works, but we don't get any other information about what's going on, which is a real shame. Like, I think that here, here's my theory about this stupid fucking show. It's really obvious based on this finale episode that Karan Johar really, really, really wanted to do a reality TV show with Gori Khan. Like, that's what he wanted to do. I don't think right. he ever intended on doing it with these like leftovers. <laughs> because even like she even says like Gori Khan in that bizarro interview in the, like we've oh. never watched a reality TV show where you interview somebody in the middle of a party on how they think the show is going to be received. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't understand what Karan Johar is doing here, but it seems to me like the whole purpose of the show was for Karan Johar to give people insight into Gori Khan and Shah Khan because Gori Khan is the actual Bollywood wife that everybody is interested in. Nobody cares about these like who Bhavna Bande? Like but why? Arvi though Arvi though, I thought Gori Khan had the personality of a cardboard. <laughs> I don't think Gori Khan wanted to be there. I've, yeah, I've... yeah, she was. She wanted to be there, but she wanted to be there as a grand dame looking over it. She's so above this, and she's only there to, if they want to talk about her. But she herself doesn't have a personality of her own. I didn't see her personality come through. Mahip is a so much more interesting person to watch than Gauri is. Yeah, for sure. And I also think like like it seems to me like they all kept saying at the end like. Oh, Sharo Gori, you're the glue that keeps us together, right? But it's like, are you really the glue that keeps them together? Or is it that you guys all are thirsty and want to be friends with this like super famous, ultra famous couple? Like, I don't know if that's a glue or if you guys are just like groupies. Do you think that these friendships are genuine? Even between the Bollywood wives, are they like real friendships? Or because my understanding of the the housewives thing is that they come together for the show, but there's like a tenuous relationship beforehand i don't know yeah that's about accurate i would say that i think that between some of them there is a real relationship like i do believe that seema and mahip are actual friends in real life and i do think that like i think pavna is there also but i don't actually think neelam is real friends with any of these women because neelam always looks really awkward like neelam i feel like is somebody who comes into a room and expects attention just based on the fact that oh, she's Neelam from the 80s and we love her. Like that was the same reason why we watched the show to begin with, which was like, oh my God, Neelam, we're going to get to know more about Neelam. And for you guys, you didn't watch any other episodes. Every episode, (laughs) Neelam talks about, I was 15 when I started. I don't know if I can go back into making movies. I'm too scared. Like that's it. Every episode. That's a good Neelam accent, by the way. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can also do an Anya Pandey. She talks oh like that. God, I hated her voice so much. <laughs> she is so loud. Why is she so loud? Why is she screaming at me? Oh, God, I couldn't stand it. I wrote that so much. I was going to mute it. I was going to quit the podcast. I was going to tear out my ears. <laughs> I call that section uh, "Death by a Thousand Yalls." <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all. You know, growing up, we like y'all, and then y'all, we were very y'all. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's the it's the Valley Girl version of Bollywood. <laughs> yeah, do, are the do people talk like this in Mumbai? Oh yes. Oh man. <laughs> So every place in India has its own way of talking. So if you go into, if you go down south and you go to Bangalore or you go to Madras, each place has its own, you know, particular way of speaking. And it can be pretty cringeworthy. And um, it, you know, and people talk loud because you, it's a crowded place. And if you, and everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to have their, uh, you know, whatever they're saying be heard and want their opinion heard. 
So everyone speaks over each other and talks loud. Oh. So <laughs> it's a cacophony. It's a cacophony, cacophony of, of noise. Of yes. <laughs> I thought, is that y'all part of it? Is that like the social media influence of like, you know, social media languages? It, it started off as yar, neyar, and, you know, yar as in friend in mm-hmm. Hindi. And that's how we used to speak. And I think it's turned, it's been it's turned into y'all because of social media gotcha, yeah. and them talking to others around the world. Especially. You Pardon? shouldn't be allowed to do that to the English language. No. <laughs> and also, I don't even think they don't say y'all. They say, say y'all, 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 y'all. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's because, oh, that's you all is because of Tumlog. Oh, it's yeah. a literal Ooh. translation of Tumlog. Oh, yeah. Can you hit me with that Ananya Pandey impression again? No, I will not do Ananya Pandey again because I think that was a one time. That was scary. That was, that was, that was so good. Bad. But that was good. <laughs> okay, so let, let's talk about what happens before and then they go to the party. So Ananya Pandey won an award. Janki Pandey said we got that. Then they go to somebody's house, Seema's house. And they are, yeah. Mahip and Seema are arguing and you don't know what the fight is about because Seema's calling Mahip a bully. And then you find out they're just fighting about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> they're so silly, you guys. But then I was like, honestly, that is actually very relatable. Like I've, yeah. I de- have definitely had, not about this, not about Meghan and Harry, but like Arthi and I have had very intense debates about other nonsensical bullshit that like doesn't have anything to do with our real lives. Speak for yourself. I didn't debate. I knew I was right. <laughs> My wife and I didn't speak to each other for like 24 hours because we fought about Meghan and Harry. Really? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, yeah. what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, it wasn't really, it was tangentially about Meghan and Harry. It was more about how... Like, if I was Harry, would I leave the royal family for my wife, Megan? And I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) And she got mad. (laughs) And she got mad. I think that makes sense. That's valid for Arusa to get mad about that. Yeah, that was more about you than Megan. Yeah, it was more, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to, like, fabricate drama. And it's so funny to me because it's, like, so transparent. They're trying to make this whole, like oh, will Seema deliver on the dresses that she's supposed to make and all this stuff? I'm like, it's so stupid because, yes, you're not going to go naked to this fucking party. Like, you're going to put on a dress and it's going to be just fine. And, like, they have this, like, tense moment that literally is resolved, like, 15 seconds later. And it's really, really annoying because it's bad reality TV show making. Yeah, doesn't one of their um, sons say, this is not the Oscars? Why are you so obsessing about clothes? Yeah, so (laughs) earlier in the season, there was a episode where like Seema went on and on to her son about how he needs to dress up nicely and all this stuff for Gori Auntie's party and like fucking Sahil Khan showed up looking like shit. I was like, (laughs) are you making your son dress up so much when like, you know, your own estranged husband, he really looks like crap. He looked, it looked yeah. like his. He it looked like he was wearing like a Brillo pad on his head. I don't know what's going on with his hair. His it was hair. all very like stringy. Hair plugs, hair plugs. It's like bad plugs plus like a lot of. I feel like it's bad plugs plus Mandy plus a lot Steroid. of hairspray steroids. Yeah, like uh, he looked like Sabretooth from the X Men movies on like. An <laughs> <office>. <laughs> It was a lot of hair in weird places and just not much where it should be. Yeah, yeah yes. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, they go to this party and it's so funny because Bhavna <laughs> says, Gauri is hosting this party to celebrate our friendship. What? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is that yeah. even? No, just say it. You're having a finale party because that is how reality TV shows end. They end in a finale party. Gauri was so lazy. She couldn't even come up with a reason for the party. She could have launched something. She could have launched one of her businesses. She didn't even bother. She was like, okay, fine, I'll show up. She said, yeah. so her and, paid her, me. So she's like, Karen, you're paying for everything. You're setting everything up, right? So I'll just show up. Kind of the doorway and welcome them like multiple times 
times in slow motion. <laughs> yes, that was the other thing. It felt like they kept being like, okay, okay, now you stand here. First, you're going to walk in. Then you're going to stand here. Then they're going to come in and they're going to walk in slowly and you're going to greet them. And then you guys are all going to go to the front of the door and then you're all going to walk back from the door. To- back in. I know, that was so weird. The constant slow-mo walks were driving me bananas. <laughs> it also felt like they were the only people at the party for most of it. Like there was, they were there and it was just them five. And I was like, this is the party? That's an Indian party. Who shows up this early? Nobody. Yeah, yeah that's actually. <laughs> they weren't on Indian standard time. And the other thing was they kept making a big deal about like, what are we going to wear to Gaudi's bash? But it's like, if you guys are actually such good friends with Gaudi Khan and so well connected to Bollywood and all of these actors, then why does it matter that she's having a big party? Yeah. It was just, it was so phony and ridiculous. One quick Hinglish thing that I noticed was Gaudi says, I need my dark glasses. Yes. Are those sunglasses? <laughs> yes. Who calls them dark glasses? Gauri. Kali Chashma. Oh, man. You just have to translate it. You just have to literally translate it back to Indian. Yeah. I guess you do call it Kala Chashma in, in Kala Hindi. Chashma. Yes. Yes. It bothered me. I was like, who the fuck calls it dark glasses? She's thinking in Hindi and speaking in English. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But so and and she she has to immediately put them all down. They come in and she's like, "You guys are sparkling way too much. I feel underdressed." Yeah. She hates. <laughs> and that them. was like a backhand compliment. <laughs> it really feels like she's tolerating them. It feels like she's Regina George, and like those yes. are her like little minions. Correct. And she's just like not interested. She's constantly pointing out to them that she's the head bitch in charge yes and they are just satellites around her son (laughs) that's probably accurate god and joher shows up and he's fat shaming everyone as usual none of them are wearing spanks and i feel like i mean they probably could (laughs) they could like you know what you guys are going to regret not wearing Spanx on camera because yeah no shame in your game man (laughs) where's Spanx? god and joher hates them right like that's he does not seem to appreciate their company at all. No, Karen is trying to... He, he's so thirsty himself, and he wants to play the perfect gay mm. and, like, talk about fashion and talk about their body weight and all of that, but he comes off so fake. Yeah. It, it just... Uh. I thought that, like, the party was basically how they sold the show to Netflix, right? When the commercials came out for this thing, that party was kind of like the big highlight. Nobody gives a shit about the rest of these ladies, right? Mm -hmm. And it it felt so forced. First of all, Gori Khan is like, you know what, you guys, you can't even come to my house. I'm going to hold this at some, (laughs) you know, makeshift office that I just made for my designs. That's true, actually. Why didn't she have it at her house? Shah Khan would never allow them to be inside of his home. He let David Letterman come inside of his home. I think you just answered your own question (laughs) (laughs) david letterman mahip i mean same thing (laughs) sanjay got no lines this episode yeah i was sad about that it's okay their daughter i didn't know that that was their daughter i thought that that was maybe sanjay kapoor's wife because i didn't know that mahip was his wife but (laughs) that girl has a face that could be 18 or it could be 45 Shania. Is that her name? Sure. Yeah. She was a de- debutante at La Ball in the beginning. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with, with Jet Li's daughter. Jet Li, like the like the Kung Fu guy? Oh, oh, what's he doing in Bollywood? <laughs> no, no, he's not. So La Ball is this event in Paris where a bunch of up-and-coming young women from around the world get invited to basically do a little, like, debutante ball slash fashion show and they ask all of like these very famous families to come and we found out the reason why they ask a lot of bollywood people to come is because the money from la ball goes to um at like a an organization that helps educate women in south asia but it's all like paid for like you have to pay you have to be um you have to pay to basically become have your daughter be a debutante there. If you oh. donate enough money, they can come and you know walk. It's like but a Jet- Lori Laughlin situation. Uh huh. Uh, very much yes. <laughs> and so Jet Li's daughter is there, and 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 uh, Sanjay Kapoor is like super excited. He's like, "Oh, we love you," and blah blah blah. And he's talking to Jet Li's daughter, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I love to see your father in my movies, and now Shania is trying to get into movies, and hey, maybe one day you guys will be in movies together, like to Jet Li's daughter." And Jet Li's daughter is like, mm, "No, thank you." No. <laughs> she literally goes, "No, I don't no. think so." No. 
It was <laughs> fantastic. Wait, it so was tell really- me more about this LaBal thing. Do you get to like pay for the women and then take them home? Is that how it no, works? No, 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 no. It's a father-daughter dance. Well, so you exchange daughters. I've seen these videos. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh, why it's like no. proceed with caution. When <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right yeah so um but yeah I, I agree i think that this party was basically a a reason to get get netflix to buy into the show because even all like the a-listers or whatever who were on like in the previews of all were these there people any that... more a-listers i thought sharkan was the a-lister i didn't see anybody else who there was this guy sitarit malhotra he's like a pretty big actor right now and then uh, who was that girl in like that frou-frou dress i don't know who she was I don't know. She was definitely overdressed for that. I don't know what she was trying to do there. That was my other note is that like it's very common when you go to like Indian events where it's not just strictly like a desi dress code. Like everybody's clothes are very inconsistent. Like the guests mm-hmm. always there was like guys there. There was one guy in like a straight up kurta and pajama oh, man, who showed I love up. That yeah. uncle. He was straight up walking. <laughs> that was Boni Kapoor. Oh, oh that was Boni Kapoor. Yeah, it was Boni Kapoor. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing jeans and a corta, and I'm pretty yeah. sure there were like bond stains on his. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Fuck it, I'm not dressing up for shit." Um, and then you had, uh, well, there was like a run, another uncle, obviously, so he'll find dressed like shit. There was like another uncle who was wearing like uh, just jeans and like a shirt, like came from work, like came from like a set. It was just, it was really inconsistent. When Chunky came over to give this, they didn't even invite Chunky in. He came yeah. to deliver the shoes and he left. He came with the plastic bag. He came with the polythene bag from the yeah. Market with the shoes. And then he left the poor guy. He came in shorts. Yeah, no, no, he didn't come in shorts. He came in like an oversized like shirt from that you would see somebody on the Jersey Shore wear in like 1990 or like in 2006. He was taking a nap and he got a phone call and the poor guy just showed up. <laughs> That's true. His wife. I yeah, like he came part. in with Tushar Kapoor, and Tushar Kapoor got the step in repeat. And Janky Pandey, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, go give your daughter your wife." Wow, Tushar Kapoor, I haven't heard that name in so long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, when she was on the phone, well, first of all, she wasn't on the phone with Ananya, right? Like that was that was just fake. But yeah. she's like, "No, Ananya, you must come. You must come. It's Gauri Auntie's party. You must come." And uh, Ananya Pandey like is dressed to the nines with yeah. a twenty-four hour online belt, which I don't know what that means. But I was just like so <laughs> transparent that there was no, there was no conflict there. But they needed. Yeah, to yeah. They were like, "Oh yeah, did you just get off the plane?" Like that bitch did not just get off the plane. Okay, she has had an entire day of glam before yeah. she showed up. It was so fake. Um, I loved it. Also, <laughs> and I, yeah, uh, Samir. That seemed mm-hmm. to be a, a plot line where he was overdressed and he didn't seem very thrilled about it. He also seemed stoned out of his mind, but. Yo, he was so baked. Oh my god! Also, we play that game where he guesses everybody's uh, astrological signs, which I felt like that's a game that you would play Fahad at parties if you could. Okay, so I actually made a note. So uh, your your oldest brother Nabil, he uh, we were at a, a graduation party, and he played a game where he guessed all of the men's weights. And so he started. He would he would just oh look god. at somebody and be like one seventy eight, and they would be like, yeah. And he was amazing at it. He, he even got like the uncles. He would like point to an uncle and be like, two or three? And they'd be like, huh, baby? Like it was, it was actually really impressive. I mean, like, the uncle was actually 240. He was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, and the bill has miraculously procreated, which is amazing. <laughs> that story. Um, yeah. that, uh, that game, the one thing that I liked about it is that he called. Uh, Sagittarius Saggy. Nice. Yeah, I wrote that too. Saggy. I loved it. I loved it. I know. I noticed that too. And it made me giggle. I was like, that sounds so cute, Saggy. <laughs> That's what they say in India. Saggies. Um, also yeah I agree he was definitely like stoned or super drunk he was because we've seen him in other episodes and he is like not like that and this time he showed up the party dressed really well and he was just like I'm just gonna get lit I think (laughs) how he can tolerate them he's he's a little bit more 
um, laid back and uh, much more realistic and not such a fake person as all these pe- other people are. The only way he can tolerate them is if he gets drunk or is not. Yeah. Has that been a storyline, like his interaction with the other women? Yeah. So that was part. That was a storyline, which is that Samir Sony doesn't really like to hang out with this group because he feels like he's not like famous enough. Sanjay and Junkie are friends with each other because they're actually from Bollywood, the big screen. Whereas Samir Sony, he was on TV, but he never made it to movies. And even now, he, any movies that he is involved in are like very artsy. He's a bit of an intellectual and he doesn't like small talk. Yeah. And he, he doesn't gel with any of these people so he just feels completely bored and doesn't like these uh, Bollywood parties. I did find that a little bit interesting when he was just like well you know I kind of I put my time into the party I, I made a pretty good appearance I think it's time for me to go now which I could kind of relate to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did that yeah, in a previous episode, he had they had a get together and there were husbands and wives and they're all for dinner. He walked away after the appetizer. He was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. got up and walked away. The the big thing, the big shebang is that Shah Rukh Khan shows up. And the doors open again and it's slow-mo again. Again, Gori yeah, goes to receive door. him. She walks in. They and walk slowly. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, he looks like shit. He does. I was going to ask, what's going on with his face? You know, it's funny you mentioned Mandy for Sahel Khan's hair. Yeah. I feel like Shahrukh Khan's entire like being has been washed in Mandy. It's like his skin. It's like his skin <laughs> isn't even skin anymore. It's skin-like material. Yeah. <laughs> He's withering away. Yeah. yeah. He looks like death. Yeah, he looks like sun damaged skin. I get what you're saying. It's very leathery and sun damaged, right? Yeah. So, But he also smokes a lot. So it might be because of his yeah. smoking. I mean, I guess, when was he here for Letterman? In 2019, right? Yeah. But when he was here for Letterman, he looked good. Like, he looked nice. And yeah, even in that was whole... makeup, too, I think. Probably I guess, but show. when they showed him even on Letterman on at like home, he looked fine. In this, they just he looked horrible. His hair was really weird. Also, he also had that weird Brillo pad hair, which is weird because Sharhan is like he's got a beautiful head of hair. It was just bizarre. His lips were black. His lips have always been black, and that's from smoking. He just has those black <sighs> lips at all times. Yeah, and bad, uh, and bad, and bad teeth. <laughs> yeah. Horrible teeth. Yeah. So Shah Khan gets there. The ladies take turns to kiss Shah Khan and Gori Khan's ass. Yeah. Gori looks like she is having a great time. She's just sitting back and just <laughs> letting all these little bitches just talk about how great she is. Yeah. yeah. She does. Um, she does. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, tell me. And then they all are like, you know, swooning after their husband, uh, after her husband. I also wanted to note that Charhan was not mic'd. If you paid attention to his oh, audio, yeah. he's not yeah. he's not mic'd. So I don't think he was intending on doing significant like work on the show. I feel like Garan Johar like convinced him. I don't know if that particular moment of the show was supposed to even be filmed or really supposed to be on camera. It just seemed very much like he had to be convinced that he had to now talk about these women because got into her probably already watched clips from the show and was like, no, we're going to need this. We're going to need this. Otherwise, no one's going to watch this fucking show. Yeah, maybe maybe he was expecting that of like Gory when the party started. And then yeah. like mid party, he was like, I need backup. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And Sharhan takes turns then going around the room and talking about all of the ladies and it's whatever. It, I did think it was funny that apparently Ananya Pandey and Shah Khan's daughter Sohana have grown up as best friends, but Shah Khan doesn't know Bhavna at all. He's like asking her where she's from and how he she met Junkie. And I'm like, have you never spoken to this woman before in your life? Yeah, like in some some ways when they speak to each other, you feel like they know each other. And then the very next minute they talk about other stuff and you're like, how do you not know that about your friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how super fit like you've known each other for years but you really don't know each other yeah you can talk about real stuff yeah exactly this was a part where i was like oh man poor neelam she's such a loser yeah yeah <laughs> tell us why you think neelam is a loser well so first of all she pulls this move which i recognize because i pulled that bullshit move at parties also where i'm like you know i keep myself away you know when she's talking to shark and gory she's like you know i know i've been difficult to reach and i've been closed off and gory's just like bitch i don't even know who you are <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 
amused by Neelam talking. Um, and then, like, you know, Shah Khan tells this, like, made-up story about how Neelam is the reason why they got together. And Neelam is just, like, she's so happy about it. When you know it's bullshit. Like, oh, Neelam, come on, man. Have some self-respect. You used to be with Govinda. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that too. She was like, oh my God, what a moment for me. I I am the reason that Shahrukh and Gauri got married. He's like, that that was, oh God, that was was embarrassing. And if you have listened to Shahrukh Khan's interviews over the years, that is not the reason they got together. We already know the facts about that. Exactly. It was so sad. It would be insane if that was why they got married. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then let me see what else, what else? Um, Oh, I I wanted to ask, Arthi, have you been to Club Gungru in Bombay? (laughs) No. (laughs) Because all of the ladies seem to have been with their mans at... Right. I missed out on that. I was in Bangalore, so I didn't go to the Bombay clubs. Oh, wow. Is there a natural rivalry between Bangalore and Bombay? No. Do you hate people from Bombay? We don't think about them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, so the the girl, the ladies say that they were friends with the Khans for a long time, especially because Mahib's daughter, Bhavna's daughter, and Shah Khan's daughter were best friends growing up, and that's the reason why they've all really even been friends. And they're such good friends that Sohana Khan did not even come to the show. She was she like, had, fuck, yeah. "Fuck you guys, I'm not coming. You can Facetime me, I guess, and I will she tolerate you." Her, she asked her mother, "What are we celebrating?" And she said, "Our <laughs> friendship." Like, oh, okay. Not <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that also been the worst Facetime you can ever receive. It's just twelve people yelling at you. And you're like, yeah, yeah. We 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 saw that movie in London. I don't know. Would you, yeah. would you call it a cacophony of yells? <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. The ladies say that the moms would dump Shah Rukh Khan with the kids and then go off and do their shit in London. And Shah Rukh Khan was great with kids. That was like one trip and probably lasted an hour. But they're talking about it like this was an everyday occurrence. Yeah. It's not like Shah Rukh Khan had nothing else to do but babysit their kids. Yeah. It wasn't like every day from 10 to 2. It was Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Shah Rukh Khan says, I'm a future investor. All your children are my children. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Until Ananya is in a movie cast as like the leading the lady and you're the guy. Yeah. It's fucking nasty. Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri are so big and so powerful and so rich and famous that they get credit for doing regular human things. Like, he, the fact that he was like nice to their daughters really truly meant the world to them and, and he probably was but he doesn't he doesn't remember any of this stuff but like they're like oh Shahrukh Khan is like so nice and so like amazing right. best friends so it's just a very weird like relationship that they have where it's obviously way more important to them mm-hmm. that they know Shahrukh Khan and Gori and Shahrukh Khan and Gori probably don't think about them until Karan Johar Calls them mm-hmm. up and is like, we need to celebrate your friendships. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Neelam, is it? <laughs> is that with an I or two E's? <laughs> yeah, and then Neelam starts to cry. <laughs> she says that apparently she went through something and Gori and Sharuk were the only ones to reach out to her. But I was so annoyed watching this because I was like, I don't give a fuck that you're crying about something that happened in your life. I don't care. Because you never opened up. Every episode, all yeah, you talked about was, was where was that story? Where what happened? Story? Yeah, yeah. I can't talk about it, but you know, you know what happened. And Gary's like, sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I can do that edible arrangement. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, I can only count one or two people who are close to me, and. Are those two people, Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri Khan? That's very sad. So do you think Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri are bigger than Amitabh and Jaya? Oh, yeah. I think currently they are. They are? I think so, definitely. I think as a couple, yeah. Especially, yeah. I think Amitabh Bachchan, like Jaya Bachchan, doesn't seem to hold as much weight. I, Jaya I mean, is yeah. in the in the parliament. She's a oh right. She's a politician. She has all the thugs. Oh. oh, that's a good point. Um, I think that I think the thing is that Amitabh and Abhishek and Aishwarya and Jaya Bachchan are still a lot more like not Jaya Bachchan, but like they're more accessible than Gauri and Shahrukh. 
right? Like, I don't think that Shah Khan and Gori Khan do a ton of interviews and they're not really on social media that much. Whereas Abhishek is pretty active on like Instagram and Twitter. Even Amitabh is quite active on, on hey, Twitter. Why does yeah. Amitabh number his tweets? What do you mean? Doesn't he do that where he's like tweet number 6003? He does that? He I does that? So. <gasps> what an adorable uncle. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I know that for a lot of people, and I'm sure especially for you, Arthi, growing up, you probably did see that there was nobody as nobody was as crazy for a Bollywood star like people were. For, yeah. Oh, my God. He does do this. <laughs> if I went by what my mother felt for Amitabh, I would think he's my father. <laughs> I would call him dad. I'm like, oh, where's my part of that money? <laughs> yeah. Like, my mom is in love with Amitabh. And she has been in love with Amitabh for a, as long as I can remember. We did not miss a single movie of his. We would go for the 12 o'clock um, in the midnight show when the movies would drop. We would be the first people <laughs> getting into the life. And I remember this. We asked, we would, like, when I was eight. I remember going, and my mom, my dad didn't care so much, so he wouldn't, he, my dad was in bed every night at 9.30, so he didn't care so much, so my mom and her friend would drag us eight-year-old, um, eight-year-olds with them to go to a Amitabh movie in the middle of the night as security, so they didn't want to go alone, so they would take these eight-year-old kids. <laughs> Somehow, we were supposed to give them some kind of security. <laughs> but okay. I remember going to Amitabh movies as a child and watching it into like early morning hours and coming back home. And then my mom would wake me up again in the morning for school. I'm like, what the hell? You used to do a movie last night. Let me sleep in. <laughs> I think I think within India, Amitabh is probably still bigger than Shah Rukh Khan. But I think I, internationally, Shah Rukh Khan is definitely bigger. Probably. Yeah, I agree. Because in India, you cannot touch Amitabh. And when Amitabh got hurt in one of the movies... Kuli. Kuli. I mean, oh. entire India stopped working and was praying for him. My mom was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> she was crying. She had the puja lights lit up. She oh, my God. No, seriously. This was a big deal. Wow. Yeah. When we were growing up, uh, me and Real, when we were growing up, we definitely watched like a lot of Amitabh movies. Like Shahenshah was like a favorite in our house. Yeah. Mard was a famous of our house. So you, did you remember the movie Mard? <laughs> yes, but you guys watched the corny Amitabh movies, but he was he was coming to terms with his aging. Yeah, well, we, it's <laughs> appropriate to the age, right? So yeah. we also watched the other ones, but like for us growing up, those are the ones that we remembered. So, you know, yeah. in Mard... In Mirth, he had Mirth written on his uh, chest. Yes, yes. Uh, and Raheel, Raheel, Raheel wrote, what did you write, Allah, on your chest? On my chest, like a jackass. <laughs> but I, I don't think I could, like, write it properly, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> it was just, like, scribbles. He said he, said he wrote it, like, Mirth Dangiwala. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Shahenshah was, like, a famous, like, we actually, we had a tape of um, Amitabh songs. Like uh -huh. a, v a VHS of Amitabh songs, and we used to watch that all the time. Yeah, yeah. so that's where we watch like Amar Akbar Anthony songs and like Mukaddar Gasik on there. And, and yeah, yeah, I've watched like I've gone back and watched like the, the 70s Amitabh movies. Mm -hmm. Those are the been, good ones. Yeah, those are like those are they're not very, I mean, they're Bollywood movies, but yeah. there's a lot more like thought and plot and stuff. Yes, yes. Movies, so. 80s Bollywood was a mess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Between 80s Bollywood it. was like really a mess with Mithun Chakravarti and uh, Buffy Mary. I am going to log off. Mithun was actually like Nabil and my favorite person, <laughs> even more than Amitabh. All like, the white jeans and the white shoes. Like Disco Dancer and Disco Dance and Boxer. Dancer, yeah. And Boxer. Oh. That's yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to go, Rio? No, I was going to log off because she uh, she <laughs> insulted Mitten. Oh, okay. <laughs> cha, 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 cha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love, we love that. I'm not insulting. I'm just stating facts here. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, well. And then we were really white. into Amir Khan. And, and then... Jitendra and Mithun wore a lot of white. You know, the Terminders and the Jitenders never really crossed our radar. Like, I think we just had, like, Amitabh and then, like, Rishi Kapoor mm -hmm. and then Amir Khan, Saman Khan, Shah Khan. And, like, and, like everybody else was – and, of course, Anil Kapoor. And, like, yeah. everybody else was just there. Like, yeah. everybody else was just, yeah. sure, why not? Jitender, who is the father of Ekta Kapoor, who shows up to this. Um, yeah, and, and, and Tushar Kapoor. And Tushar. Tushar Kapoor, yes. And Jitender's yeah. movies were 
pretty they can be they're worth recapping they're quite funny oh funny no 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 he's not funny he's not trying to be funny but uh, oh i see i see i see there's a lot to <laughs> a lot to laugh about there all right so what else happens on this as bhavna said they did end up celebrating their friendship <laughs> at Cody Khan's bash and then they show four months later there's a zoom call because everybody's on lockdown and the zoom call was so weird they just complained about their manicures elam said that she finally decided to take a role which i don't think is true i think she just said that because then it just to say it yeah and then uh and then he curses at everybody about wine and like yeah. fahad texted me he was like this is how the show ends like yeah. i don't understand and i agree yeah. i was like I'm i can't gonna- i can't believe that this was a finale because like i don't i don't watch a lot of reality tv but i watched like selling sunset and everything yeah. kind of like builds to the finale and there's like a huge blowout and I feel like that's that's the formula. And this one yeah. had nothing. They just had Shah Khan show up and then they talked about wine and they hung up the phone and that was it. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. I think the quarantine <laughs> probably like affected what they were going to do with it, right? I would imagine that they had something. I don't they know. Were, they, really I don't know. Well, they didn't have to go there. They could have stopped with the Shah Khan party. They yeah. didn't have to go to the Yeah. Party. I think they just yeah. wanted to kind of... Um, address the fact that that it was happening no i think i think they ran out of material that's why they had to do all the when they were editing they had to do all the slow-mo walks (laughs) yeah i think they needed like just five more minutes of of content i think they truly the last episode could have been the end of the last episode episode what seven could have ended with this party but yeah. they had to pull it out into a different episode and they didn't have enough material for the next episode. They just didn't, they ran out of stuff to say. Yeah. And do. There wasn't yeah. much in the entire show other than we talking about what Bollywood, talking about what who these people are. The yeah. The show itself was pretty lame. What we probably took away from it was that like, are they rich? Yes, they're all definitely rich. They probably do have a lot of money. But I think because we're so used to reality shows about rich people being so over the top like we don't watch the kardashians but the kardashians and the housewives and even on selling sunset they're all so glam and so fabulous that like seeing these aunties just like doing their own makeup and just like going to lunches didn't really do anything especially because we know for a fact that they're sitting on a bunch of content or a bunch of stories that they're just not going to share Mm-hmm. because of who they are like mm-hmm. Seema yeah. has so much that she could talk about the Khan family but she's not going to because she can't or Neelam could talk about why it is that she left Bollywood and is afraid to come back but she's not going to or like Mahib could talk about more about how her husband is a guy who was supposed to be a big hit in Bollywood because of who his brother is he never made it like there's so much that they could talk about there there's so much like even Junkie Bande opening up in the beginning of this episode felt like more of what I wanted to see but we never really got any of that because mm-hmm. yeah. DC people are fake like they don't want to really I mean, that's these, the issue these guys these guys had a, stuff to lose I think you need for a for a reality show you need somebody who's going to use this platform to be a personality and like be big and bold and doesn't have anything to lose. These people have something to lose. The sad thing is they think they do and they are getting a lot of endorsements on Instagram now. They're like promoting stuff and shit and they think they had a huge hit and that it's going to be they just did awesome. Mm. <laughs> it's funny that you talked about like we see reality TV over here with people that are actually wealthy and stuff like that um and you didn't see it over here but that like you know that that wealth inequality is something that just from watching one episode that it did stand out to me there's that scene when they're um uh when they're like trying on dresses or whatever when Mm -hmm. they go to Seema's house and like all these like hens are just yip yapping about like looking fab and all this other stuff right um and then there's like i just noticed is you know that the girl that comes in with Mm -hmm. like the suitcase is like this hijabi girl and mm-hmm. she's just like standing in the background and just staring at these like ladies yeah. talk about fabulousness and all this other stuff. For some reason, that part of it really stood out to me. Now, I don't know if it's because, you know, I'm watching Daisy people act like that. And I think of maybe, you know, reality TV, like American reality TV. I don't think in those terms I can just watch it and not think about like the like the inequality of it. But 
just watching that one scene, it really did stand out to me. Yeah, you will see the people around that are hel- that are the helpers and mm-hmm. employees. They will even look different. They won't look these tall Persian-looking folks, right? They yeah. are more from. The- so these are young girls and um, guys who are coming from the villages, coming to make a you know make a living in the city, and they get these jobs. They are looking at these people, not quite understanding them, but they are doing the job because you know, they get their pace. Yeah, it's very <laughs> awkward. I felt like there was a couple of scenes like that. It just, there was, we did meet Rekha, who is Mahip's maid, who was an adorable human being. But that was, you know, like, she was the only one. But I, we see that a little bit in in um in America, too. Like, uh, Luann has had help that has shown up on Real Housewives yeah. of New York, and yeah. it's always very awkward. Or, like, we have Rosario in LVP's mansion, and so you do have some of that uh, over here, but I feel like they even they try to like make show them that they're real people more. Like in that scene that Seema's little like workers came and did that, they specifically talked to them in or in Hindi. I don't know. It just felt I know it was yeah. awkward. Yeah, I know. it made me feel bad. I, I always feel bad when I see stuff like that. But uh, overall, would you guys watch a second season of this show? No. No. Is Ananya Pandey going to be on it? Yeah, see, <laughs> again, if Chunky Pandey is on it, if they change out Neelam, they kick out Neelam, and, um, but bring somebody else a little bit more. Malaika, maybe. Ooh, I would watch that. Malaika was on earlier. Oh, she was. How'd you look in these days? What's going on with her? Oh, amazing. Episode amazing. two, you can watch her do yoga. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, they're going to go back and watch all the episodes. Do you guys have minute markers? Yeah, it's the very beginning of episode two. It opens up at Diva Yoga Who opens up? with Malaika Aurora. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also realized that uh, that's when we noticed that Malaika's dating Arjun Kapoor, Bonnie Kapoor. So yeah. that's the goals right there for Arjun Kapoor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have any interest in seeing any more of this show unless they, yes, they change up the cast or they make Neelam open up and stop being so phony. It's very sad. There's no conflict in this show. There's nothing. There's no reason. I want it to be entertaining and it wasn't entertaining. And uh, yep. yeah, unless they they like really engineer some some drama. I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I think Curran tried to do it. Engineering here doesn't seem to work. They need to really let their guards down and be real. And I don't think these these women are capable of it. Yeah, I think it's like Curran's yeah. problem, right? I think he's just, he thinks that just showing wealthy people on screen is enough. You know? Yeah. You just show them and yeah. Yeah. that'll be enough and we'll just eat it up. But nope. Uh, Raheel and Fahad, I have a question for you guys. Watching Shah Rukh Khan in this capacity, talking about these women... Did you find him adorable or endearing or anything at all? I found him regular old charming Shah Rukh Khan. That's what I expect out of yeah, him. You know, he can tell a story. It's the same thing that, you know, when I watched the Letterman interview, I'm like, oh, this is the reason why he's a super duper star, right? It's not just the movies that he makes. It's a, it, it's his personality. Yeah. There's only yeah. a couple people in the world that are like that. And I mm. like the couple seconds that he had with his mother-in-law. I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah. So... Uh, I think, yeah, he was charming and I enjoyed watching him. I was just put off by how up his ass he looked. No, up his ass, all the women were. Like, they were just like hanging on every little word and every. And Neil (laughs) cried. It was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, what a moment for me. (laughs) Even in that moment, Neelam was all about Neelam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So funny. God, he's like, um, oh, who are you? Is it Lena? Is it Lena? <laughs> <laughs> Lena Dunham? <laughs> Gloria was also like falling asleep during Shah Rukh. Yeah. I feel like she's uh, fed up with his bullshit. Like, he, she yeah, Gloria like, looked um, like she she took a Xanax before she yeah. did it. <laughs> you could not lean back any further in that chair. It was she was she was so irritated she's like i gotta go home i gotta take off these spanks i'm done with these people arthi we like to do this thing at the end of rajubinga podcast where we rate the movie <laughs> we rate Shah Khan's performance guys what do you rate Shah Khan's performance in fabulous lives of bollywood's wives <laughs> negative five to five five to five I'm giving him a five stars because I really believed for a second that he cared about these people. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is some of the best acting he's done in years. Yeah, I think he gets a five just for remembering Mahip's name. Yeah. 
<laughs> Mahim, Mahip, Mapeep. What's your name? Bo Peep. Bo Peep. <laughs> Bo Peep. <laughs> yeah, I would only rewatch Bollywood Wives if I guess the Khans were fully on it, but I don't care about this show. And I give Shah Khan a, a five as well because he's very charming. Yeah, but I give his overall look. I give it a negative two because he looks like shit, man. He looks so bad. He just needs a nap. And everybody's getting like all weird about Samir showing up in like a, a like a suit jacket and a dress shirt. And like that's what Shah Khan wore. That's what Sanjay Kapoor wore. Right. Right. I don't understand. They were like, well, Samir didn't put Mandy and Burlo pads in his hair. So he did, looks very dressed up. <laughs> Shah Khan looks like he needs to be watered. Yeah. <laughs> shriveled yeah. he looks he very prune like yeah he looks prune like yes 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 extremely extremely because uh current joher drank all the water oh <laughs> man hot gods uh, yeah, I would give Sharkan a five for babysitting those brats. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's five true. Minutes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming on our Yay. podcast today. It was, it was awesome. It was wonderful to get your takes. It was a pleasure talking to you, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. man. <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to you, Arthi. Annie, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I get to edit that out. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right guys well Very as always uh take care of yourselves and hey if, if you're interested in this type of nonsensical banter about bollywood listen to our other podcast mine and mine co-hosts raheels and fahad's called raju Bunge podcast and we'll leave the the link or whatever to it on our description for this episode so and you guys go watch Johnny B. Yaro and let me know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch that tonight. I found it already. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you like Golmal? I like Golmal. Yeah, Golmal is a good one, too. Yeah. So this is yeah. A, uh, this is the same vein. It was all these same characters who would play all those movies. Amal Palikar's mm-hmm. Troop and this one. They would make yeah. all kinds of funny movies in those days. They were much better than the Masala movies then. Mm, Bollywood really knows how to do comedy well. Yeah. That's why Govinda is so good. All right. Well, we could talk about this for days. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.